For some odd reason, back in early December 2020, I decided I would document each Alex Jones radio show until late December slash early January. Who knows? Maybe I thought they would go missing and represent an important part in the history of performance art lost to the world. This is the start of what I found. defense yes sir yes sir i've been trying to get a hold of you since monday when i heard you got that fresh shipment of living defense in from utah i said man i gotta get on that show and give him an update i said if i ever get a chance to be on alex jones show i'm gonna tell the world about living defense and what it did for me personally now look i'm 64 years old going on 20 thanks to this info for store products. And by the way, I bought $800 worth the other night, so I, I'm doing what I can, brother. So what my, my contention is, why don't we start this new year off right with everybody getting a couple bottles of living defense. Now, you got to follow that up with the Micros VX. I learned that. So it's like God working is so amazing. We didn't know. We didn't screen your call. We had no idea. And I go to you a year later, and you're here telling people about living defense, living defense, living defense, living defense. President Trump, I told you on Friday, Trump was considering martial law. I told you three weeks ago, Trump was considering martial law. I told you November 4th, Trump was considering martial law over a month ago. Now, how did I know a month and 15 days ago, something like that? Now, do I just believe CNN? No, they usually lie, but I made some calls and checked, and indeed that did go on. We're going to descend on the swamp. January 6th, the president's going to be attending the rallies. He's announced he's going to be there. This is going to be mega massive and rerun the election under martial law. And I've said this over and over again. You don't call it martial law. You call it a national emergency. We continue the story of how Alex Jones and his sidekicks lit the fuse which exploded into the January 6th Capitol insurrection at Washington, D.C. In our story, it is now December 21st, 2020. Troyer, who is standing in for Alex Jones, warms up with multiple chunks of misinformation about the COVID pandemic, 
including a puerile section with Jones in which they accused Dr. Fauci of castrating Santa Claus and telling the audience the COVID vaccine eats the placenta and makes women infertile. A pre-recorded clip features Alex Jones defining the term terrorism as follows. Terrorism is the threat of force, or actually carrying out force, for a political or financial reason, it's basically scaring the hell out of people until you submit to them. Later in the show, Shrewery reports on a live feed from Oregon, where right-wing protesters are attempting to take the Capitol building by force. Schroer tells the audience he is in the Christmas spirit and then goes on to call on as many people as possible to go to the state capitol building of Oregon to help take over the building by force. He tells the police, who he says make him sick that they need to stand down and get out of the way and let the protesters take over the building. He then calls for supporters to take over the capitol building of every state in the USA by force. Owen Schroyer calls for revolution on numerous occasions and he states that he doesn't see any other way forward than doing it by force. Now, let's remember Jones' dictionary definition of terrorism. Terrorism is the threat of force, or actually carrying out force, for a political or financial reason, it's basically scaring the hell out of people until you submit to them. One would have to say, that Jones' definition of terrorism is eerily similar to Schroer's calls for the police to stand down and get out of the way and his order to his supporters to take all U.S. Capitol buildings by force. If anyone is in any doubt as to what fueled the insurrection of January 6, 2021, they really need look no further than this InfoWars broadcast. They don't even want you to have a choice where you can eat. So it's like God working is so amazing. We didn't know, we didn't screen your call, we had no idea, and I go to you... You know, I, I gotta say, I'm just so sick of Anthony Fauci interrupting our daily lives with his lies and medical just tyranny. But now to be interjecting directly time. into the Alex Jones show on InfoWars, I mean, this that guy. Oh, oh, hold on. It looks like somebody's here. Come in. It is I, reptilian leader Bill Gates. I come bearing the gift of vaccination. Get that needle out of here, Gates. I will not take your vaccination and be marched into a FEMA death camp. I promise it's safe. Just ask Dr. Fauci. Come on, Alex. It won't kill all of civilization, just most. Listen, Fauci, listen, Gates, I don't want your gift, but do you know the best Christmas gift for the Info Warrior in your life? What's that? It's the Liberty Fighter Patriot Pack. All right, so there you can see Fauci just can't leave us alone here. Fauci just won't leave us alone because we're completely combating his lies and medical tyranny. And we believe that you don't want to live in a worldwide medical tyranny. We believe that you don't want to live under the lies of Fauci, this this dirtbag who's been in a bureaucrat for 30 years now, working with Gates, uh, working with experimental viruses in labs, uh, lying about AIDS and everything. He's always been a pawn of big pharma, this Owen. guy. Oh, Owen, boy. don't be like that. Just take the shot. Don't oh. read the insert. Listen, there's too many people, Owen. Just take the shot. Do the right thing. Trust Bill Gates. Sure, he says he wants to kill you, but it's good. Owen, come on. I wouldn't lie to you, Owen. Yeah, ah, so I wrote that paper in 2008 saying masks actually spread bacterial pneumonia and don't protect you from viruses. Don't worry about it, Owen. 
Trust Dr. Fauci and Dr. Gates. Whoa. So you've basically castrated Santa. Is Fauci has castrated Santa. That's the headline. Well, absolutely. And uh, if you read what the Pfizer shot does, it makes you have convulsions, can sterilize you, kill you, and eat your placenta. So uh, say goodbye to babies, to all you women's out there. Listen, don't worry about having kids no more. Everyone has to die. We're building a post-human world, pig head. Now, I know you've got that scumbag that stood up in Costco coming up and said, don't be part of the tyranny. Well, let me tell you, no matter how many of you protest and riot or even demonstrate peacefully, we're coming to kill you. Bye-bye. One of the answers to our problems right here, it's civil disobedience. I hope that this call for uh, the organizing of patriots in D.C. January 6th is just the beginning. Webster's Dictionary has a very simple definition of terrorism. Other dictionaries have similar ones. Terrorism is the threat of force or actually carrying out force for a political or financial reason. It's basically scaring the hell out of people until you submit to them. Nancy Pelosi's the biggest bitch in the Western Hemisphere. Oh, God. Hey, Alex, how you doing, man? So it's like God working is so amazing. We didn't know. We didn't screen your call. We had no idea. And I go to you. But you know what? We are in the holiday spirit here. We really are. As you can see, we do love Christmas here. We celebrate Christmas here. Our audience is very smart. The globalists are taking control of the entire human genome. We are really on the verge of the American Revolution 2.0, 1776 meets 2021. Okay, so we are live right now, the Oregon State Capitol building, where dozens, perhaps even hundreds of patriots are trying to take the Capitol right now. Yes, you heard me right. They have the Capitol shut down, and it looks like either uh, the National Guard or somebody there protecting it and patriots in Oregon have decided they're taking the Capitol building. They've already breached the Capitol building. It looks like it appears a side door. They've breached the Capitol building. They're trying to take the Capitol building. This is incredible. I mean, folks, you're looking at the beginning of an American Revolution right now. This is amazing. We now have the live feed. So patriots in Oregon are trying to take their state back. Now I have to say, I'm anti-police. We the people will go through you if we have to. At the same time, I'm cheering on these patriots to do whatever they have to do. Because this is a battle for America and it's on. I suggest if you're listening to this and you're a police officer, if you're listening to this and you're in the National Guard, if you're listening to this and you're a state trooper, you need to tell everyone within your ranks to stand down when American patriots show up and say we're taking this country back. And let me tell you, folks. Speaking from experience, when you go into a situation and you know damn well you're about to get arrested and go to jail, you have to bite that bullet and you have to take it because you know what you're doing is for the greater good. And you know what you're doing is going to be an example for other Americans to see, follow and recreate. So let me tell you, whatever happens in Oregon today is going to happen in every single state in the next 30 days. This is huge. We're going to continue to monitor this situation. I stand and I salute these patriots in Oregon. Take your capital back. Be the 
the voice. Be the leaders. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And I'll tell you, I'm sickened at the behavior of these police officers. I'm sickened. You make us sick. These police officers make me sick. Make my blood boil. You know, one of the biggest things that sparks a revolution is giving the revolutionaries a physical enemy to attack and then to use that for motivation. Let me tell you something right now. If you give Trump supporters, if you give quote unquote right wingers or you give these patriots an actual physical enemy to attack, you've just gifted them. Bad for you. Good for the republic. The greatest gift they could ever ask for. And that's an actual physical enemy to attack to bring down that will actually mobilize people in this fight. But now you're getting in our way. But Oregon is setting the example for the rest of the country right now. We need this in every state capitol building. Trump needs to say, every state on this day, take your capital back. Just like they're doing in Oregon. That, hey, we're in a battle for the republic. If you don't get that by now, you're either willingly standing in the way or you're in for a rude awakening. This is a major demarcation line today. And I believe the dominoes will fall. And I'll tell you, you know, the reason why Alex is trying to take a break and I encouraged him to this week is because we are about to enter the fourth quarter of this battle, folks. I mean, this is just this is this is what the American Revolution is going to look like in 2021. What's happening in Oregon? Folks, if you are listening to this transmission and you are in Oregon, you need to get to your state capital now and fight with these patriots. So more people continue to ascend upon the Oregon state capital. They are trying to get inside and take it. This is just so stunning. And I am just, I hope that if we see this act in Oregon, with patriots taking the Capitol, if we see this replicated in all 50 states. But I have a feeling, I have a feeling what you're seeing today in Oregon is just the beginning, folks. I think 2021 is going to look a lot like this. This is just so incredible, man. This is just so incredible to see. I mean, my heart, my soul, everything is with these patriots in Oregon today. The tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. The police in Salem, Oregon better stand down because we the people are standing up. In my heart and mind, I've already played out this hand a billion times. And I'm going to be honest. I believe the only path to victory is what we're seeing in Oregon. I think this is our only path to victory. I mean, it's revolution, man. Make yourself at home, get yourself a drink, and pull up a chair. You may remember, in our last episode, Owen Schroer had called for the taking of all state capitals by force. It is now December 22, 2020, and it seems likely that Schroer has been force-fed legal advice within the last 24 hours after his, at the least, sedatus outburst on last night's episode. Alex Jones' doctors have seen Schroyer and given him a combination of drugs to sedate him. But have they read the insert? 
What could possibly go wrong? And where has the archive of Alex Jones radio broadcasts from Christmas slash New Year 2020-21 gone to? These are all questions to ponder as you listen to the next episode of Alex Jones in Wonderland, Part 3. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas from all of us here at InfoWars to you tuned in today. And so you have Chinese spies running our intelligence committees in Congress. <laughs> but hey, guys, look out for Russia. Russia's coming to get you. Yeah, look over here. Ooh, look at the birdie. Look at the birdie. And now China's threatening to invade Hong Kong, and you won't hear a lick about it. Nothing to see there, I'm sure. So again, I can talk about politics all day long. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. There is a deeply embedded pedophile network in D.C. and Silicon Valley. So, it's just really intense, man. And just like they stole the election right in front of our face, they traffic children right in front of our face and brag about it. In their Disney movies with all their symbology, on the social media networks with all their keywords and symbology, DC with blackmailed pedophiles and... Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to try to get back to focus on this news. It's just uh, it's very dystopian what's happening here. Anti-lockdown protesters kick indoor at Oregon State House. Now, again, I was all fired up about this yesterday. Here's the thing. It's just about exposing the double standard. I'm not saying you go occupy state buildings. I'm saying you go in there. You found it. The tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. The police in Salem, Oregon better stand down because we the people are standing up. In my heart and mind, I've already played out this hand a billion times. And I'm going to be honest. I believe the only path to victory is what we're seeing in Oregon. I think this is our only path to victory. I mean, it's revolution, man. All you do is you go in there and you just make a statement. I'm telling you that this is inevitable because it's inevitable. And what are people to do? Because, you know, chemical rape isn't enough. It has to be anal chemical rape. Excuse me. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from all of us here at InfoWars to you tuned in today. And all right, let me do this news here. They don't even want you to have a choice where you can eat. So it's like God working is so amazing. We didn't know. We didn't screen your call. We had no idea. And I go to you. Yesterday at RebelInfo.com, we asked some questions that may be important or perhaps shouldn't be asked at all. Or, as some would have it, are just plain ridiculous because they are illegal and nothing works like that. Or as a member of the R forward slash January 6 subreddit responded to one of my posts, it's so dumb and not legal. It's just not how it works. Remember, plotting a coup is illegal and nothing works like that. There couldn't have been a conspiracy to stage a coup because Alex Jones is dumb, some said. The FBI has not yet confirmed if Alex Jones is dumb or whether there had or had not been an order to Alex Jones from the White House, 
before, during, or after Trump's glorious call for his supporters to flush their way down Pennsylvania Avenue and defecate on the floors of the Capitol building. It is said, by none other than Jones himself, and who would not believe him, that the White House contacted him personally to bestow on him the title of the Pie Piper, Lord Jones of the Defecants, great DJ name, he could drop the splatters that matter, and decreed he should lead thousands of people, many of whom he and his sidekicks had been whipping into a revolutionary frenzy for years, and just skirt by the Capitol building and call them off before anything completely inevitable ever happened. Let's not ignore the fact that Alex Jones could have been a patsy here. He could have been that dumb as to believe he was leading an important peaceful mission on behalf of the president himself. It would not have been difficult for the White House contact, if there was such a contact and that is who it was, to appeal to Jones' overinflated ego and send him ahead of his acolytes and the assorted gathered various cells of domestic mother's clubs, telling Jones he must save the day and turn away from the Capitol building at the last moment. Jones' ego is likely large enough to believe he could pull off such a feat, and his White House handler knew this. Only problem being, scrub that, one of the problems with this theory is that Alex Jones is well aware of the 3.5% rule. Another problem is that as Jones and his researchers endlessly scan media for any of grunt or growl that may look as if it may hang out with the one world government, Jones would already be aware he and his cohort's constant inflammatory diatribes were spilling over into real-world violence. Jones has read too much about brainwashing and manipulation not to know the effects of what he is doing. And besides, there is Waco to avenge. Just like the school child run out his hometown by a dark, imaginary conspiracy of narco-cops, David Koresh was singled out for being an individual, an outsider with messianic qualities and a fuckload of weaponry. We will not ponder the machinations that led to the Waco massacre in this article. We will, however, ponder the imprint that event left on a narcissistic fantasist with a grudge against society. A grudge that propelled him deep into his own shadow in his unconscious yearning to manifest in and through his own self the authority figure that he thought he was fighting against. We will ponder. If only for a moment. And then there's Alex Jones with Michael Flynn. But first, Let's hear what Michael Flynn was encouraging Donald Trump to do back on December 3, 2020, according to independent.co.uk. A day after Mr. Flynn tweeted out the calls for martial law, Mr. Trump published a 46-minute video to Facebook calling on the Supreme Court to overturn the results in the key swing states that delivered the projected victory to the Democrats. He also suggested a revote be held, as had been suggested in the ad on Tuesday that called for the military to run the re-election. When the legislators, courts, and or Congress failed to do their duty under the Twelfth Amendment, you must be ready Mr. President to immediately declare a limited form of martial law and temporarily suspend the Constitution and civilian control of these federal elections for the sole purpose of having the military oversee a national revote, the ad said. This was the trigger for the Manchurian presidential candidate. When Alex Jones interviewed Michael Flynn for Infowars on January 5, 2021, Flynn said the following. We are essentially in a national emergency which the president has already declared, he just has to decide whether to execute some of those procedures that are well within his authority. I wonder what Alex Jones was saying on his InfoWars radio show back on December 20, 2020? Shall we have a listen? I told you on Friday Trump was considering martial law. I told you three weeks ago Trump was considering martial law. I told you November 4th, Trump was considering martial law over a month ago. 
Now, how did I know a month and 15 days ago something like that? Now, do I just believe CNN? No, they usually lie, but I made some calls and checked, and indeed that did go on. We're going to descend on the swamp January 6th. The president's going to be attending the rallies. He's announced he's going to be there. This is going to be mega massive and rerun the election under martial law. And I've said this over and over again. You don't call it martial law. You call it a national emergency. Of course, none of what has been said in this article can be true. Things just don't work like that. It's illegal. Will the alleged plotters of the January 6, 2021 insurrection walk free? It's a good question. Many feel that because so far, no charges for anyone above the level of useful idiot or standard street Nazi have been brought, none ever will. Over the course of the last few episodes of Rebelinfo.com, we have presented some highly compelling evidence that there did appear to be a level of coordination between the main media-facing players of the day, Michael Flynn and Alex Jones, with Roger Stone swanking around somewhere in the background being completely innocent of any and all charges that may be leveled against him now, in the past, or in the future. There is one thing that stands out in Flynn's exhortations to Trump in the run-up to January 6, 2021, however. It's something that gives away one of two things. Either Michael Flynn is an insane fantasist, or he, and others tied to or serving in the U.S. military believe they had enough support to overthrow the U.S. government by military means. The second does not nullify the supposition that Flynn is insane. Being insane does not mean you have less influence. In fact, the history of recent U.S. politics and geopolitical shenanigans would tend to suggest that the insane are far more likely to hold power and influence. So back to Flynn's urging for Trump to take unprecedented action to halt the transition to the Biden presidency. Let's remember what Michael Flynn was asking for once again, according to the independent.co.uk, Flynn claimed the extraordinary executive actions were necessary to avoid the alternative of an imminent shooting civil war. If anyone is unsure still as to what that meant, Trump replied by publishing a 46-minute video to Facebook calling on the Supreme Court to overturn the results in the key swing states that delivered the projected victory to the Democrats. He also suggested a revote be held, as had been suggested in the ad on Tuesday that called for the military to run the re-election. Called for the military to run the re-election. That's worth repeating. The military running a re-election is about as martial law as you can get. Or, as Alex Jones from InfoWars might say, and remember, Alex has been warning us for years that our government is going to impose martial law, go house to house and put us all in FEMA death camps and stick microchipped vaccines up our ass, whilst exposing us to weather engineered by the government. Three storms in that area right before the election, and they can control hurricanes. I would be a bad person if I didn't say, this looks very suspicious. And I asked the entire crew who really honestly give me their views, and they all told me they think it's suspicious. This 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 weird, weird, bizarro storm. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to Angel. Angel, what's your take on this? Yeah, um, those that don't believe it is true. What they really use now is these big ionizing towers. That that that's on record too. I just showed up. I mean, this is going on. On another on another. Um on another uh, topic, um, when you get chills, you, you talk about how you get chills when you're, especially when you're saying something really um, important and such. Um, I think that's the Holy Spirit that's stirring in you. That's, um, you know, just like we get hunger pain. With all this evidence, right out there in the open, 
you might think it would be a slam dunk that some sort of sanctions might be put on Alex Jones, Michael Flynn and even Trump. Obviously not Roger Stone though. Stone always comes across as a guy who's completely innocent. Arguments have been made about why we should and shouldn't put these people on trial should it be that they are guilty of whatever it is they might be guilty of, or not. However, the ultimate answer to that question may well be answered more by history, than talking head postulation and platitude. The nearest parallel the United States has to the January 6, 2021, insurrection, is the business plot of the 1930s. The instigators of the business plot attempted to use the popularity of retired General Smedley Butler, to lead a coup, promising him an army of 500,000 men for a march on Washington, D.C., and financial backing in order to overthrow the government of President Franklin D. Roosevelt and install a dictator. Sound familiar at all? The plot was thwarted however, by one General Smedley Butler. Butler became a folk hero to many veterans and civilians by denouncing capitalism and bankers, and going on to explain that for 33 years he had been a high-class muscle man for Wall Street, the bankers and big business, labeling himself as a racketeer for capitalism. A similar vein runs through the book by John Perkins, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. The plotters thought they had Butler on side, but he sniffed out their scheme to overthrow democracy in the United States, and double-crossed them, passing his evidence to the state, thus preventing the coup. In April to May 2016, I wrote an article which imagined a future scenario in which Alex Jones and Roger Stone may be central to a coup attempt to shift the USA away from democratic, small d, control towards authoritarianism. Towards the end of the article, I opined that should such an event arise, if there is a fascist plot being hatched, will there be a Smedley Butler to save the day? Elsewhere in the article I also warned. We need however to be extremely wary of who is behind the emerging political movements, activist groups and media outlets and what resources they have to hand and for whose benefit those resources are intended to be used. The popular media of the day mocked General Smedley Butler's accusations. A New York Times editorial dismissed Butler's story as a gigantic hoax and a bald and unconvincing narrative. Thomas W. Lamont of J.P. Morgan called it perfect moonshine. General Douglas MacArthur, alleged to be the backup leader of the Putsch if Butler declined, referred to it as the best laugh story of the year. Time magazine and other publications also scoffed at the allegations. Bald and unconvincing narrative, indeed. Didn't he know plotting a coup was illegal? Nothing works like that. And what, you may ask, became of those who plotted to overthrow Franklin D. Roosevelt as President of the United States and install a fascist dictator? Was anyone prosecuted or held to account? No. As above. No one was prosecuted. At the time of the incidents, most major news media dismissed the plot, with a New York Times editorial characterizing it as a gigantic hoax. Sound familiar? History does have a habit of repeating itself, generally as farce before tragedy. Hey Alex, how you doing man? We're going to descend on the swamp January 6th. The president's going to be attending the rallies. He's announced he's going to be there. This is going to be mega massive and rerun the election under martial law. And I've said this over and over again. You don't call it martial law. You call it a national emergency.